The feeling of terror that exists during times of unrest can shake the core of the greatest and most valiant of soldiers. With or without weapons of mass destruction, the threat of war is intimidating at its most basic level. All aspects of war involve strategy, power, prowess, tactic, resources, intent, relenting force, and most of all, control. The idea that war is engaged only when necessary is a farce. In fact, the posturing and positioning for war begins way in advance to any missile launch or frontline combat. We become engaged in violent and oppressive acts of war when we accept the belief that we alone are right, sovereign, and powerful. When we're threatened, disrespected, taken advantage of, slighted, the idea that we are justified because someone wronged us is what motivates us to seek vengeance, to defend ourselves against attack, whether foreign or domestic. So as we face the unrest in the world, we the onlookers, the bystanders, the everyday people with front row seats to the undoing of societies, families, and lives, we must ask ourselves one important question. Who does power and vengeance belong to? Welcome back, beautiful people, to a Trademarks Conversation podcast, a podcast dedicated to illuminating the world one brilliant light at a time. I am so pleased to ring in one of the most important days of the year. While it remains just a date on the calendar, it serves as a reminder to women everywhere that we are the gatekeepers of this abundant life that God has given us. Our impact in the world is vast and intangible, and the responsibility of celebrating our womanhood lies with us. To all the strong, bold, delicate, impactful, beautiful, and purposeful women everywhere, happy International Women's Day to you. So, let's get into it. Womanhood can often feel like a wartime story. When women aren't being oppressed for their voices, they're fighting for their rights to vote, to wear what they choose, to name themselves and their identity, fighting to love their bodies naturally, evolving and otherwise, without judgment or approval, fighting for their freedoms politically and frighteningly enough within their own homes. Women, whether in the White House or on the Gaza Strip, and everywhere in between are fighting for autonomy, freedom, and protection. As women climb to the top of Fortune 500 companies, they do so fighting the war of intimidation, sexism, and patriarchy. The women that came before us fought likewise. They fought for seats at the table, and years later we stand on their shoulders, building our own brands, redefining industries and ways of doing business on our own terms. We are now fighting different wars, wars of tokenism and torture. You see, while I am a woman, I haven't always subscribed to the idea that all women are for women. While I'm a black woman, I've suffered hurt by the hands of other black women, ones entrusted to care for me, love me, teach me. Women who abandoned and neglected their callings because somewhere along the journey, they were at war too the greatest war of all, 
within themselves. Today, campaigns and programs will distinguish women for their remarkable contributions to society. Throughout the month of March, we will attend women's conferences, summits, brunches centered on empowerment, upliftment, enjoyment, and wellness, promoting women of all disciplines, and really providing spaces and platforms for women to build and be celebrated the way in which we deserve to be. While this month is dedicated to highlighting women, it also makes room for the hollow part of the notion, the part where the same people, groups, and organizations tokenize women to give the appearance of equality, value, and leadership, all while devoid of brilliant manifestations. Women at the helm of departments that they really aren't the final decision authority for. Women who are the faces of campaigns that don't actually result in tangible income. The voices of campaigns that move the masses to action, yet at the executive level is still occupied by everyone except a woman. This inequity can feel like a war, leaving women with missing pieces of themselves, PTSD, despondent, angry, unmotivated, frustrated, afraid, alone, and unprotected. The war doesn't always end up happening on the outside of us. Sometimes the war is within us, at work, school, church, or play. The war in our hearts and minds, in our families and in our marriages. The kind of war that disrupts our faith and causes us to retreat. So many women are fighting wars that we don't see. All the while expected to maintain a posture of productivity, beauty, and peace. Expected to show up, to give, to carry, to share even when their vessels are empty. Many women have these wartime stories, the kind that will send you running for your life, the kind that confounds people. Stories of suffering alone, suffering in silence, suffering with a smile. Where do these women find healing? Where do these women find cover during their battles? Who is interceding on behalf of these women when they are too weak to pray for themselves. Other women, of course. Let's be clear. Not all women care to protect, uplift, and hold their sisters close. But God places deep within the heart of special women who are for you, perpetual love. Without cause or question, without debate or debt, women who have a heart to love you, the strength to hold you up, the insight to speak life to you in times of war and peace, these women are blessings in the midst of the war. Growing up nestled between my brothers, I often felt the weight of being the only girl and the middle child. I would often dream of what life would be like if I had sisters instead. My parents never had another girl, but God provided women he knew I would need along the way. The woman whom my heart chose, stand to be the very reason seasons of my life did not consume me. These women came in forms of mentors, grandmothers, mothers, aunts, sisters, cousins, nieces, never sharing an ounce of my physical DNA. Women who are for you, your tribe, the ones who hold space for you to be unapologetically who you are, to fall apart in their arms, to applaud your triumphs as if they were their own, and crawl through the mud with you to the other side of safety. These women are God sent. 
One of the most important lessons I learned on my journey of womanhood was just how important it is to reciprocate this level of sisterhood, to hold sacred the responsibility and awareness of these relationships is essential. It's not enough to desire a good friend and sister. You must be that good friend and sister. More often than not, relationships can be one-sided. The weight and responsibility of loyalty, care, love, patience, kindness, focus, and grace rests within our hands. I learned a hard lesson the first time I disappointed one of my sisters. Not because I said no to an ask, not because I had ill intent, but because I failed to hold sacred what was shared between only us. If we are honest, all of us have been on the giving and receiving end of hurt within our sisterhoods. Whether in harsh words, shade, lack of judgment, or mishandling our hearts, we know intimately what it feels like to let someone down or to be let down. These are the moments that require introspection self-awareness, accountability, and humility. The moment that we can leave our gifts at the altar and return to our sisters and reconcile. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it ends with forgiveness and sometimes distance. Other times it ushers a new season of strength and bonds and fellowship. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. We hear this phrase so much it can become cliche. However, the sentiment behind it is the reality that many of us can relate to. The weight and responsibility of our womanhood as it pertains to upliftment, protection, and camaraderie is ours to bear. We all know what it feels like to at some point struggle to be unapologetically who we are and not have to forfeit anything to do so. Not our careers, relationships, laughter, joy, or health. This nuanced space can feel like our very own World War III. And as a result of the personal wars that we have fought, the wars that have beaten us, the wars we have won, it's no wonder why we are rising to the front lines, teaching each other how to win wars no one else knew existed. Women are teaching each other how to give birth naturally and safely when Big Pharma would otherwise rob us of these experiences. Women are teaching each other how to create innovative means to accomplish daily tasks, making strides in STEM that others could only dream of. Women are teaching each other how to campaign outside of political standards and gain seats historically never held by women. Women are teaching one another how to navigate Fortune 500 companies and lead other women to executive levels. Women are upending the skincare, fashion, and hair industries and redefining standards of beauty. Women are doing it together. And as the only demographic of people in the world that fights against shared oppression, no matter what race, background, culture, women share in that struggle, likewise, that superpower. So what shall we say to these things? We will win the war against our bodies with confidence. We will battle against war of our wages with competency. We will battle the war against our voices with conviction and truth. We will battle the war against our families with prayer and supplication. We will battle the war against divisive rhetoric with kindness. We will battle the war against heartbreak with faith. We will battle together and win again 
relentlessly. As we look around our communities and the world, we see unrest happening everywhere. The kind of unrest that causes us to consider our lives and the role we play in our very own kind of unrest. Personally, the past couple of years have been just that for me. Feeling the weight of unrest politically has caused me to consider how I fit into the world and my purpose here. My interactions with my tribe and the people I have yet to meet. What is it that I bring to my relationships and how are people impacted by who I am at my core? This is necessary work. Unrest isn't limited to political powers fighting for territory. Unrest can be demonstrated in family discord, organizations searching for the right side of an issue, minorities finding to be heard, to have their positions validated, and our fierce fighting to control our mindsets and behaviors. Wherever and however unrest shows up, it does so to accomplish one objective, control and destroy. As holders of love and light heir to the creator's abundance, unrest is an indication that we are misaligned. When we are focusing on temporal things, we lose sight of the most important aspects of our life, the creator's sovereign and unyielding love. That love that created us, the love that sustains us, and requires us to bring glory to his sovereign will. It is my belief that unrest is the result of our own thinking, fears, ego, and our philosophies wanting the place of God's sovereignty. Whenever something vies for that position, everything else is vulnerable to misalignment and subsequently destruction. When we focus on his will for our lives, he will align everything to sustain us there. This isn't easy. It requires faith and courage, but powerful manifestations live therein. What we're presently seeing in the world is continued exalting of power. Power leveraging power to gain even more power over significant powers. That's the definition of war. The very small percentage of controlling lovers of money dancing on the heads of the masses, the unrepresented, the disenfranchised, the unheard, just because they can. So whether you're a black woman, regardless of your nationality, your sexual orientation, religious beliefs, financial status, political affiliation, war comes knocking on your door. War is the cure and the cause for their vanity. The very thing that's destroying humanity. But when will the world and its beings believe in the sovereign power of our God? The creator's pure essence, limitless power, unyielding love, and brilliant light. When will we stand on every word uttered and every word manifested and hold that word sacred, even in the face of our own lives? When will we return to ourselves the way the creator intended to and show forth his glory? The glory that he is so deserving of. The only wise and faithful one the just and holy one. Whenever we refuse to bow to his will, we throw every aspect of our lives out of balance. If God isn't the center of the universe, if all we see and experience does not hang on his infallible word, bear his trademark, and bring him glory, it is exactly opposing to it. It is chaos, greed, terror, disobedience, hatred, and war.
He created this beautiful world, vast and finite, complex yet complete, for all of creation to live abundantly. How we inherit that abundance is up to us. The Bible encourages us to base it on two covenants. To love the Lord your God with all that you are and to love your neighbor as yourself. This order establishes our faith and our lives. Let's pray for the world as we know it. Let's pray earnestly for ourselves and each other as we navigate through it. That we will see the deep need to return to God's order and live abundantly and peaceably with all. Abba Father, the one who is in touch with every part of us, we pray that the peace you hold and the peace you give will overwhelm our hearts and manifest in the world. We pray that during this time of war that you would be merciful unto us and protect the world from destruction. We pray that you will position leaders who have a heart for you to lead with love and light. We pray that our hearts will be postured to accept your love and to grow in it. We pray for your light to give us clarity and vision. Be with your people. Guide us in your way. Hold us in your arms. That your will will be accomplished in our lives. Give us strength. Increase our faith that we may always trust our trademark and courageously march forth today. Well, Tribe, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of A Trademarked Conversation, a podcast based on love and light, dedicated to illuminating the world one brilliant light at a time. It's been a blessing sharing what the Creator has inspired me with, and I can't wait to meet you here for the next installment. Until then, always remember to trust your trademark and courageously march forth today.